millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so... A little bit, it's a little bit late because I think we just didn't really get the opportunity to do it. But uh, Origin 3 recap. So, glorious, glorious victory. Tainted, absolutely terrible referees once again. Oh, wow, it was a rest fault. Letting it, well, you know, I'm not saying it's their fault, but you I'm just saying did, if the, uh, no, tainted no, 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 what, by yeah, terrible refereeing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that if the, if the referees did their job properly, the final scoreline would have been more 20 to 13. 20 to 14. 20 to 13. 20 to like we still would have kicked a field goal. 20 to, <laughs> yeah, you still, you still would have kicked a field goal. I mean, yeah, Chris Sandow style. But um, you know, I think there's serious questions you know, over, over the obstruction try that was allowed. Uh, Wally Lewis himself in the commentator's box found out later. He said it was certainly no try at the time. And, uh, and I think there's there another penalty. I mean, there's a, a lot of you know, dubious shit that went both ways. But the ones that stick out to me was the obstruction try and the penalty that went to Cooper Cronk when he uh, ran sideways from left to right across the field, slipped on a banana peel, and T-Rex was just going up to make a regulation tackle. And um, because Cronk slipped on a banana peel, his head made contact with, uh, with T-Rex's hand on the way down. The hand was pretty much sitting by his side. And um, certainly wasn't swung or anything like that, and that was that's a penalty all of a sudden. A pretty harsh Fucking call, ridiculous. I have to say. And even that penalty line, I think that was that was the worst decision by far. I mean, the obstruction, you know, with referees, you get them going both ways. Um, and you know, sometimes they, you know, they give it, sometimes they don't. But I do know that sort of around 2010, that that play, Manly used to run a play like that all the time, and every time they did it, it was no try every time. So uh, that's because Manly are a bunch of cheats, but it was perfectly executed. And your mate, Robbie Farah. Warrior. Absolute warrior. Needs to learn the concept of play to the whistle. Because rather than cry about uh, being obstructed, maybe, just maybe, he could have... I don't think he has much chance of getting there, whether he's obstructed or blowing up at the referee or not. So I think you've, yet again, with regard to Robbie Farah, you've made a moot point in order just to uh, try and discredit the great man. The New South Wales origin warrior that he is. Let's not forget... 30 metres out with about, you know, two or three plays up his sleeve. He drops the ball cold. And then blew up. I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he blew up in himself, obviously, because he was disappointed in the fact that he'd clearly cost New South Wales a chance of uh, winning the series. And Ben Cray has a 10-centimetre 10 10 gash. Was it only 10? I thought it was bigger than that. Really? Yeah, he got a massive gash with Ben Cray. Yes. Massive gash. Yes, but not between his legs, on his head. And between his legs. Both. Yeah, it's well, like the one gashes. between his legs is much bigger. Um, look, he was uh, he was Ben Cray, really. He was he was as fucking useless as. But he's he wasn't ever the been. only non-existent New South Wales player. I thought both your halves, yeah, fairly they, ordinary. Yep, yeah, they're both shit house. The kicking Absolutely. game was fairly poor from both of them, as it has been the whole season, the whole series. I mean, the fact is, I mean, the fact that New South Wales got so close this series with with no halves is a testament to the, the genius of, uh, I guess, a handful of players like uh, Brett Stewart, Josh Morris, uh, Jared Hayne, Robbie Farah. 
uh, most, for the most part, Robbie Farah. I mean, although he did some costly, costly mistakes. One. Um, well, you know, I'm sort of I'm going back to obstruction try as well. He could have, you know, maybe tried to cover a hole instead of bitching to his mummy. Hate is going to um, hate. Now, and who else went well? I mean, our people surely went well. You know, what way went okay. Uh, Glenn Stewart was magnificent when he was there uh, in the earlier games in the series. But yeah, no halves for the entirety. I can't think of the any zero. Game. I can't think of any game in the series where they where those two stood up, where Carney and uh, Mitchell. What about the try anything. between uh, set up for Brett Stewart by Robbie Farah? Oh, Robbie Farah! He smashed the ball into the in goal, and Brett Stewart, with the speed of a, a thousand gazelles, somehow managed to get to it. I mean, it was it was at a fair clip, and he somehow managed perfect, to do it. Perfectly placed kick, perfectly good, weighted. Good try to Brett Stewart, and uh, just looking more glorious every time. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about Queensland. What do you want to talk about Queensland? Off you go. Well, I mean, I think uh, Greg Inglis was dangerous every time he touched a ball. I thought JT uh, was magnificent. It's, uh, I thought they put a they, they pretty much put a um, I thought they kept a pretty decent lid on Inglis. To be honest, oh, he was fairly uh, fairly strong. Was he was swatting people away left, right, and centre. Well, he was. He, he was, certainly had him rattled every time. They, they they did scramble well against him, but yeah, they never let him through for a break. Nah, nah. from memory. Um, Cameron Smith was great, I thought. And despite Good the fact captain's that, and, not. And, and Greg Inglis, let's not also forget that, I mean, he had the ball kicked straight down his throat every single time. Yeah, exactly. So, so he should have scored about 40 tries. <laughs> <laughs> really. I mean, why wouldn't just, you know, just kick a dead or kick a touch or you and know, something. New South Wales went away from their game plan from the previous two games in this series of uh, of really putting a lot of pressure on Thurston, um, not falling for his dummies and, and, you know, sort of roughing him up a little bit. They went away from that and um, carved him up. Yeah, exactly. They they went away from that. They started, you know, watching the ball and not watching him. And, you know, they should have gone back to their first two-game strategy, whereas it doesn't matter what Thurston does, just put him on the ground every single time. And, you know, if you do that, you can't go wrong. Yeah, it would certainly nullify his impact in games one and two, but this game, um, for whatever reason, they failed to do that. I don't know if JT made adjustments to his games to, to counteract it or whether New South Wales couldn't implement their game plan or execute their game plan effectively um, and take him out of the game. But... Um, he certainly yeah. played. He certainly played better in game three than he did in the first two games. But oh, yeah, I mean, by, by far, you know, the cause of that though. I mean, I, I assume it's just it just feels like that they just didn't defend it. They just didn't defend in the same way. Seven in a row for Queensland. Yeah. Um, I, I think New South Wales. There is a. I said before this this year is probably a little bit early for them. I think next year is is probably the year where they they do make that leap. Um. But, geez, they made some progress this year. And and Ricky Stewart, in, in the space of two series, has done more for the culture of New South Wales um, Origin Rugby League than certainly any coach in the last... Well, since well, that Bellamy last one before, series. Bellamy before him, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Bellamy did nothing. I mean, under that under that era of Bellamy... They, Bellamy's they style of coaching is, is really adept um, at a club level, especially when you're bringing young juniors through and you can really... Um, ingrain your, your methods and your, your philosophy. And you've got months and months and months to do it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know that it translates well um, to, to origin football. I think he, he's probably, whilst he is fairly emotional in the coach's box, I just, I'm not sure he uh, he really got that origin passion and yeah, probably something to do with the fact he never played it. Exactly. I, I don't think he's got anything any business being anywhere near Origin. He was selected purely because of the success of the Storm at the time. And, you know, 
that's re- really, I mean, that's not such a great criteria to be picking a, 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 an origin coach on because when you look at, you know... We look at Mal. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I think Mal does a lot of the work. I think Neil Henry, you know, is and yeah, he's not a he's not an amazingly successful NRL mm. coach. Um, Michael Hagan wasn't an amazingly successful NRL coach. No, I mean, he's pretty he's fairly disgraceful at times. Um, mm. Won a premiership, but, but then you, you know. you know, but then you look at um, guys like uh, you know Gus as well. I mean, he's won some premierships as well, but you know, he's had some. Yeah, you know, some shit size under his tutelage. It comes as well. down to the, their ability to get into their players' heads, um, and I'm surprised that Bellamy wasn't able to do it, given the fact that he does coach a few of the, well, and certainly has when you take English into account as well. Yeah. Um, has coached some of the best players in the game, but um, look, I, I think in these last two series that the New South Wales culture has come full circle, and I think. That um, that holds them in good stead for next year, and I, I think 2013 is going to be the year that they really make a leap. And, and Queensland's got a lot more work to do um, to try and stay ahead of the game and, and try and make it eight in a row, um, which would be a, a tremendous achievement. But I just think New South Wales are going to be so much stronger given this experience uh, this season. No, oh, Queensland got two games next year. I don't think much will change, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, that is. There's still the fund. There's the fundamental fact that New South Wales means far less to New South. Sorry, origin means far less to New South Wales than it does to Queensland. You think that? Yeah, and maybe the players are starting to like. You know, maybe the New South Wales players are starting to come back. But I think the general public. I mean, you know, I think they definitely also kind of bought into it a bit more this season. By all means, did, yeah. But but I don't. I still don't think it's anywhere near that. I just think that there was a bit of a. A, a feeling, even if it was unspoken, um, certainly amongst the New South Wales fan base, that it was it was time um, to, for them to to come of age and, and make a leap and win that series. But I just think, as far as their development goes, they were just a little bit underdone. And I think, you know, they may look back over time and, and think that losing that this particular series might be, you know, a good thing for them. Um, you know, as they progress and, and as they develop. Uh, I certainly hope that New South Wales do keep Ricky Stewart on as coach and that he does re-sign for those, the, the term of his next contract, which they're hoping is going to be three years. Yeah. Uh, whether whether he does get a, a NRL gig um, coaching somewhere, they're talking about him going down to Canberra, whether that impacts on his decision to remain the origin coach or not is another thing, but I've got no doubt he's the man for the job. Oh, I agree. I think he should stay. Um, and even if he's coaching the NRL side, then you know he can, you know, he can do both, let's face yeah. it. I mean, it's been done before, so... And know. people have done it successfully before. Yeah. I think, you know, the fact that Queensland have Mal probably works for them, um, uh, given the fact that he, his history at origin level, I think that's got a lot to do with it. He's, um, but I, I don't think that uh, Ricky Stewart, his ability to, to coach New South Wales to, to a, a serious victory is going to be hampered by him coaching in NRL club no I don't think so either um, and I think from a Raiders perspective if he was to go to Canberra which is what pa- they're talking about or Parramatta about, as well is another option yeah, okay. yeah. well basically any team, any team that's not going great at the moment you know the coach yeah. is in the firing line so yeah. but, surprised you know, the Tigers haven't been linked to him they were last I'm year I'm surprised too because I mean, you know because uh, Tim Sheen's done nothing <laughs> I mean, he's had, he, you know, he did well back in Canberra, and then since then, what's he got to show for it? One lucky premiership in what? A lucky 20, premiership in, in twenty years, maybe. Mm. Speaking of luck, be lucky to keep your teeth. 
keep talking like that. <laughs> yeah, look at you. And you're still talking about that. And and, and Barjas Hansen on Twitter, at Barjas Hansen, he did mention the fact that you keep saying that, but not doing anything. And um, yeah. I'm not going to beat you up in your own house, man, <laughs> after you fed me. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, look I'm good. Trying, I'm Great win from Queensland. I think they showed a lot of heart to... Um, to take out this game when New South Wales were coming at them with both barrels um, and you know Cooper Cronk's field goal 40 metre line drive never looked like missing yeah that was a decent field goal definitely and as as you know compare and contrast to uh, to uh, Mitchell Pierce's attempt I don't know why he went for where he collapsed field. in a heap yeah yeah and it was like you know it was about the same distance maybe further out but it was like over to the left hand side of the uprights as well I mean like what go for the win man the fuck well, the the story was that if it if he had have kicked it anyway, it would have still been a Queensland series victory because there's no golden point. Isn't I think there is golden point now, isn't it? Because they wanted to stop that you know incumbent keeping the thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I think that was yeah that was just one thing I read on on Twitter. I don't know how true it was, and I don't know whether it was from a a verifiable source. But um, look, Mitchell Pearce is a lot better player than what he showed in this series, as is Todd Carney. Yeah. Um, I think. If they do st- stick with those guys, which I would imagine they will do next season, provided um, neither of them die slash become alcoholics, Todd Carney, yeah. talking to you, <laughs> um, they are the guys. Yeah. But, geez, they've got a bit of work to do on dealing with the pressure and dealing with the occasion. Well, this is the thing. They're not even playing that good in club level. Then Their form's no different. Carney's been form. fairly solid, and he's, he's been, been playing... He's been yeah, solid, yeah. but he hasn't been he hasn't been doing anything like he was that year with the Roosters, like yeah, making all these breaks and doing all yeah, this sort of he shit. Probably, I mean, he's not carving up like he was then. Yeah, I mean, he was a Dalian medalist then too. Let's I mean, and, and the fun, that's it's just so funny that without any halves they got so close. I think if Glenn Stewart had been outside, they would have won. That would have been all the difference they needed. And what about Luke Lewis? I mean, well, you know, the minutes that he got compared to like someone like yeah. Ben Cray is fucking yeah, disgrace. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, and you know, Aaron Woods waiting in the wings, just warming up oh, like a boss. Well, you know. He's not good enough. He's going to have to wait run. his turn, isn't he? Sorry? He's going to have to wait his turn, isn't he? Yeah, it looks like he's been usurped a little bit by Tamau, yeah, who came it. from the clouds. So, Well, I mean, more so Grant. And Grant as well, Grant yeah. came even further away, further yeah, behind. He came, yeah, from further behind. And then you look at guys like, you know, Wayman and stuff who, who weren't selected, you know, through injury. Woods like to have a blockbuster next year. It's a long line, isn't it? Year. Yeah, he'd like to have a blockbuster next season, yeah. next, you know, first half of the season to get a look in, I think. Sure, but uh, look, more success for Queensland. Um, was proud of their, their efforts. It was a good way to send Petro out. They had a number of good performers, but um, yeah, like I said, I think the biggest story out of this series is is just how close New South Wales are, and I think next year's series is going to be uh, fiercely competitive. And how rubbish the referees are. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of it talk about them in every the, form yeah, of the game, it, you went, know, every level of the game. It went, by, yeah, it went both ways through the course of the series, but Jesus, some fucking clangers. Absolutely. Never have I seen in Origin clangers like that. Yeah, so I mean, I'd be hard pressed when you put me on the spot to think of uh, too many that match them. You have to. <laughs> you're telling me we're watching the game together, and you're telling me about the Barry, the Barry Gombersall stories. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was actually um, very interesting. I went to. Just, just the, let me uh, say for Queensland supporters. Listen up to this bullshit, you fuckers. Yeah, we'll finish off with a bit of a a Wally Lewis story. I went to uh, uh, Wally Lewis and Darren Lockyer Legends Dinner on the Monday night before the Origin, um, and Wally was uh, waxing lyrical about uh, the times where where Barry Gommelson was refereeing. 
Origin games, and, and Darren Lockyer put his hand up and said, you know, I heard a lot of stories about Barry Gomelsall, um, you know, and about how biased he, he might have been, and I never really bought into it, but just recently I'd watched a lot of those old games, and he goes, it's, it was fucking ludicrous. Those are his exact words. He goes, it was, it was terrible. And while he said, well, you, you don't know the half of it, he, he said this, uh, uh, you know, one game in particular, he was, uh, he was playing for Queensland and New South Wales were, was starting to get on top in the game and he's, he's sort of uh, defending, you know, within earshot of Barry Gommel. So he said, oh, come on, Grasshopper, give us a penalty. Next thing, the whistle's blown and Queensland have got a penalty. And... Uh, you know, kick for touch. They're down there. They're attacking New South Wales line. They, they've scored a try. They're back in the game. And uh, New South Wales is still ahead on the scoreboard. And, you know, some time goes by. And, and Wally realises that they're under the pump again. And uh, next thing you know, he's called out to the grasshopper and said, come on, grasshopper, give us a penalty. And the whistle's blown again. And he, they've kicked for touch, put a bit more pressure on and uh, put some more points on the board. And New South Wales still clinging to a bit of a lead. Queensland trying to ruck it out from their own half and uh, Wally thinks well I'll try my luck again I'll, you know it's work for me um, come on grasshopper give us a penalty the next thing penalty's blown he's, he's blown a penalty to New South Wales Wally's going up to him and said grasshopper what, what, what are you doing he said you were too loud they might have heard you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, Barry Robinson wasn't just biased he was a out and out cheat and, um, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable cheat, and so Queenslanders, you know, it's you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that in in ten years' time, someone else will be telling a story about the, <laughs> about Tony Archer or you know Matt Chechen. <laughs> but for now, it's uh, it's seven in a row, and we look forward to trying to make it eight next year. Exactly. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.